Breadbox Media Programming is brought to you by Love to shop and eat? With a dozen food stands and even more local vendors, there's always something fresh, friendly, and fun at the Markets at Hanover. For hours and events, visit marketsathanover.com. Hi, I'm Sister Geraldine Schmidt, and you're listening to Musings from a Catholic Evangelist. Some time ago, when I was a little child, um, my, I was maybe five or six, my brother, who, was only, who is only 11 months younger than I am, and my dad decided to make my mother's, for Mother's Day, something extra special. So we had the whole day planned. Um, we, we gave her breakfast in bed, you know, we did her chores for her, my, my dad went shop, food shopping, and we wanted her to be a lady of leisure, you know, like we had it covered. And we went out in the evening for a special dinner. And, um, uh, you know, as I was a very energetic child and said to my mother, so how was your day? Was it everything that you wanted? Was it really a good Mother's Day? And with that, she began to cry. And I'm like, Ma, what's the matter? She said, you don't understand. I love being a mom. I love doing chores for you. I love going shopping because that's how I give love. The best Mother's Day present is for you to love me back by showing your appreciation for what I do. Less, lesson learned very distinctly. This reminds me of a story of an individual who's very much a part of our diocese without ever knowing it. His name was Demetrius Galliston, and he was born on December 22nd 1770, which is quite a little bit years ago. Um, he was a prince, a son of a, of a prince, a Russian prince, and a Russian duchess who was his mother. He was very wealthy and was educated as the means of wealth. And part of his education was to travel the world. After you finish education, the wealthy traveled the world. Well, during the 19, 1770s, he couldn't travel Europe because of the French Revolution. So what did he do? He traveled into the United States and to Canada and to Latin America. And there he saw the beginning, the fledgling of a new nation and the fledgling of the Catholic Church in the United States. And he realized that he needed help. So before this, when he was 17, he converted from Orthod Russian Orthodoxy into, the, into Roman Catholicism. And even though his, his father was like dead set against that, but as he traveled through the through United States, this um, North and Central United States, he realized that God was calling him something deeper. He renounced his inheritance and became a, and entered the seminary. He was the first um, Catholic priest who was educated and ordained from the Baltimore Seminary in our country, which was pretty cool. And he was stationed, or he was sent to, Mission Territory, Kahnawaka. And this, this Mission Territory, when you think about it, this was the last Catholic Church in, for the entire Central America, United States, titled until you hit Chicago. And the Mission Territory that, that um, Sacred Heart and Kahnawaka was responsible for um, began in Chambersburg and went into Virginia and West Virginia. And he was responsible for all the Catholic souls, even though there weren't many in that whole geographic region. 
After several years of working in the mission territory, he was moved to Loretto, in which he became, he was the, the priest for 41 years, establishing um, and, and catechizing individuals about the Catholic Church. When he was in Loretto, uh, Pennsylvania, there was a strong, outspoken Christian who was very anti-Catholic, who published a seething article about Catholicism and the fact that we were in league with the, with the evil one, with Satan. And, you know, today, you think about the Twitter feeds and all the social media, if somebody slapped you against the face, you're going to go back the same way. No. Father Galitzin responds to the seething article, and let me read you his words, which was so gentle. He says, After your unprovoked attack upon the whole body of Roman Catholics, it was expected that an apology for the same would have been considered by you as due to them. As a Christian, and especially as a teacher of Christian religion, you cannot be ignorant of that great precept of Christian charity, which our blessed Savior declares to be the very soul of our faith, on which depend the, the whole law and the prophets. Wishing to act under the influence of those principles, I shall, according to the direction of your and my Savior, return to you good for evil and pray to God to bless you while you are persecuting and calumniating us. Like, wow, doesn't that give you a response to pause? Especially in the, the hate words that our Twitter feeds and our Facebook reads show us. And here, this gentle immigrant speaks about Christian charity, about Catholic love and the love of God to somebody who was ready to tell us how bad we are. Wow. Wouldn't that be an awesome tweet if rather than tweeting or posting words of hate, words of love, words of kindness, words of appreciation. How about trying it? Thanks. You're listening to Musings from a Catholic Evangelist, and I'm Sister Gerilyn.